As the recent elections ended, we hear from high school students who voted for the first time. From the Blue Devil Hub, this is the News Cycle. I'm Nana Grigor, and today is Monday, November 7th. In high school, many of the seniors are able to vote as they turn 18 and participated in this recent election. 18-year-old seniors at Davis High are preparing to vote for the first time. AP government teacher Kristen Swanstrom believes that young citizens understanding their voting rights is crucial to our governmental system. I think it's essential that students learn about voting, their rights, the process, how to get registered. Uh, if they don't learn about it in school, you have to go looking for it later. Swanstrom incorporates voting rights into her classes. Part of our, our curriculum is teaching civics, right? We want educated, participatory citizens in, in our society, and voting is, it's only one part of that, but it's a really important part. Swanstrom gives students the opportunity to register to vote in class. You can uh, register to vote online in California, and so we you know, have students, if they want, pull out laptops and we'll explore the Secretary of State's website, which is where you can go to and register to vote with a couple of clicks. Swanstrom also informs students about their California-specific voting rights. We talk about how California allows 16 and 17-year-olds to pre-register. Most people don't know you can pre-register, and so we do that as part of the curriculum when we're talking about voting. Senior Owen Fernandez Fernandez found the registration process easy to understand. During like register to vote, there's a form you have to fill out and then you can you can get your ballot by mail or you can get it in person. Fernandez government teacher Bill Williams helped him to understand how the process works. US government teacher really helped me out. Voting has also gotten Fernandez involved in politics through talking about the issues on the upcoming ballot with peers. I basically talk to my parents and like my teachers or other friends of mine to get information on like what each proposition was. Fernandez is passionate about two issues on the ballot this year. Proposition 27, which would legalize sports wagering in California, and Proposition 28, that would provide more funding for arts programs in public K-12 education. He said he is voting yes on both propositions. We need a lot of music and art because a lot of schools don't really have that in their district or state which is which which is a big issue like which i want to try to help fernandez believes that all eligible voters at dhs should vote so that they have their voices heard senior carlos mendez agrees with him that's who's going to be representing you and uh, those around you and where you live and it's something people should really uh, do Despite warning to vote, Mendez is unable to due to being a resident of the U.S. rather than a citizen. Once I do, I think, five or seven years of res residency in the United States, then I can apply for citizenship, and then I can get my citizenship, and then I can vote. Despite this, Mendez stays active in understanding what is going on in politics. So if he does vote in the future, he will be ready. If I do vote, I'd probably uh, start keeping up on politics. During the spring, there will be a voter registration drive at DHS, during which students can register to vote on campus. We have a couple of students who last year put one on working with the Yolo County uh, Office of Elections. And so they had some elections official from Yolo County come out, they had a table and a little bit of swag to kind of attract attention and students could go and, and register to vote on site. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Sean Campbell reporting. The Madrigals lit up the stage at their latest concert and we hear more about them from Emily Tran. DHS's Renaissance Choir, the Magic Galls, performed at the annual Wine and Beer Pour October 26 at Congregation Bet Havron. 
Before the performance, Ulta Maria Robluska prepared with the rest of the Madrigals Choir for the production. I mean, we're always nervous before a performance because it's a big deal for us to perform and to, to really make a positive effect on the community. In addition to their first performance jitters, they were performing for the first time under new director Amanda Bistolfo. So Dr. Karen Gardius led this group and most of the other choirs for 28 years. And this summer at the very last minute, she switched to vice principal. Um, and she called me a week or two before school started um, and asked me to apply for the position. And I did. And so I bug her every day. Nearly every day I go and ask her questions and I ask for advice. Bistolfo showed charisma and technical skill during the performance and tuned the choir before every song. So this is how I get the pitches. It only plays one note. Ooh, it plays the note A, 440. It's 440 hertz. So then I calculate the interval for the notes that they need to sing. And then I sing them their starting note. It may have been their first performance of the year together, but their hard work paid off. There are things that they fixed and they look beautiful. And I am glad that they rose to meet expectations, that they did not crumble under the pressure. Um, and they sounded really beautiful. There's, these are really challenging pieces. I demanded that they memorize them and sing them beautifully, and they did. Bailey Robinson Burmester is an alumni of the Madrigals Choir. He participated from 2017 to 2019 as a tenor, section leader, and student director, and came to support the Madrigals at the concert. It was wonderful. It was great to see the new director and all the new Madrigals sing. This is the first performance of the year, and uh, they did a really great job. It was uh, a lot of energy. Um, they were obviously well prepared, and it was just it was lovely to see the new Madrigals. From a musical standpoint, the performance was exceptional. The average person, however, seemed to appreciate other aspects as well. Susan Chin sat in the audience, watching the performance just feet away from the singers. I think it's wonderful. The costumes, everything was so elaborate. I really enjoyed it. The fundraiser advertised both the Madrigal Squire and the breweries and wineries, as well as another event later in the year. They told me there's going to be another one in December with the magical performance again. Maria Robluska the Alto elaborated. Uh, we do have our annual magical dinner coming up very soon, uh, and that will have a lot more songs on that one, and plus a full three-course meal. The Magical's dinner is expected to be a big hit because of the turnout at the wine and beer pour, Burmester said. Oh, great. It was awesome. I mean, we, we, there was standing room only, right? I mean, the seats were full. There was tons of people here. It was a, a great turnout, best I've seen in a long time. For the news cycle, this is Emily Tran reporting. Basketball tryouts at Davis Senior High are in play so that the team can start off their season strong. It's November. Fall sports are coming to a close and winter sports are beginning. Davis High basketball is hosting tryouts for their upcoming 2022-2023 season, looking to improve on last year's 6-16 record. Noah Salmon, a senior and captain of the basketball team, Honestly, this season, I'm just looking forward to being better as a team and being more focused, especially with the new addition of Coach Smith uh, on the coaching staff. Hoping to improve on last year's season, he believes some changes are necessary. Uh, the intensity and focus of practice needs to change. And if we do that, we're going to win a couple more games, a lot more games than we did last year. And honestly, yeah, just intensity and focus is our main goal for this year. There will be significant changes to the team with over half the team graduating. The whole starting five was seniors last year and we're going to have an entirely new like starting five and like 
everyone's gonna get minutes now, so it's just only time will tell how we're gonna do. Despite this, Salmon still expects to carry on some of the traditions. Like we need to carry on the leadership we had last year. We had Colin Walsh and Jackson Israel last year, and now that they both graduated along with eight of the seniors, we're trying to keep the tradition of like leaders going. So we have to find it in, like we have to find it within ourselves to bring out the leadership. Junior Aiden Crawford is optimistic about the upcoming season and has some personal as well as team goals. I'm hoping to contribute more on the scoring side this year and um, as a team goal, I really want to, we're going to try to make first round of playoffs this year. While some optional preseason practices have been available for the team, basketball will be in full swing with their first game on November 28th and first league game on January 6th. For the news cycle, this is Lucas Liu reporting. Well, that's our show for today. The news cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. The program is produced by Maria Anderson and Nana Gregor. Our executive producer is Elliot DeYoung. We're trying to grow our listeners. Make sure to share the news cycle with your friends, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, visit us on the web at bluedevilhub.com, and don't miss our radio broadcasts. Monday at 8 and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. You can also follow the hub on social media. We're on Instagram at Blue Devil Hub and on Twitter at DHS Hub. Stay safe, have a good week, and we'll see you next time.